Hello and welcome. You're listening to episode 125 of the Redefine the Hustle podcast. I'm your host, Suze, a growth mindset and productivity coach for music industry professionals and founder of the Rockstar Advocate. Welcome to episode 125, Redefining Your Approach to Wellness with Equilibrium. I've been looking forward to releasing this interview for a really long time. It's with two of my most favorite people, Equilibrium co-founders, Marnie Wandner and Nicole Blonder. Also, I love that their names rhyme. And I have a feeling you're going to learn a lot about what you can do starting today to improve your wellness. I promise it's not as scary or as difficult as you think. And that's why I love talking to these ladies because they break things down and make holistic wellness feel super digestible. We dig into how they got started in this business and what made them come together to bring you such amazing resources that are more than just self-care resources. They're really about full body health, physically, emotionally, and mentally. Before we get started, I have an excited announcement I'd like to make that I think you're going to want to hear, so listen up. The 2023 Rockstar Life Planner release is right around the corner, and we're doing things a little bit differently this time. In fact, a lot differently. Now, the book itself is still going to be the same. There will still be weekly reflections and areas for your monthly goal setting. And between you and me, I'm even able to share the new cover with you now. Do you guys want to see it? Alyssa B. Jackson co-creator of the Rockstar Life Planner, just sent it to me recently. Take a look. Yeah, how amazing is this cover? I am so excited. So you guys get the first look. We are not sharing this publicly, um, except for on this podcast. And I hope you're watching on YouTube or else you're like, what is she talking about? (laughs) So what do you think? Tell me in the comments below if you're watching this on Spotify or YouTube. And now if you're listening on any of your favorite podcast audio platforms, well then just like head over to my YouTube channel and let us know there in the comments because I'm really, really excited to hear what you think. So aside from this amazing cover, everything remains the same with the actual contents of the book. All right, well, of course the dates will change. I'll make sure I do that. So what's different? Well, this year I've decided to make a bold move and go back to the original intention I had when Alyssa and I created this book in 2016. And that was to make it a tool just for my clients. Now, what does that mean? Well, don't worry, before you freak out, I'll explain. It means I won't be selling it regularly to the public. Now, the digital version of the Rockstar Life Planner will always be available on my website, as well as our wonderful partners at F Flat Books. Now you might remember them from our very first interview when I talked with founder Sarah Gulish. And I will of course continue to have the planner accessories available on my website all year round. Now that of course includes the time blocking markers, the mindset notepad, the expression stickers, and of course the monthly tabs. But the physical edition of the Rockstar Life Planner is only going to be available for purchase for a very limited time to the public and then it's gonna be kept behind closed doors 
only for Rockstar Advocate clients. So why am I doing this? I'm not doing it to punish anybody. I'm not doing it to just keep it all for ourselves and be super exclusive, okay? But after a lot of reflection, I realized that I'm not running a product-based business. It takes a lot of effort for my team and I to manage inventory, prepare products for shipment, and market this thing year-round. It just, it's too much. I wanna put my time and focus into helping music industry professionals get clear on their goals and take that action for their next steps to grow their career. That's why I'm doing this. But listen, I've heard you guys and I've realized from talking to past customers how much this book means to so many people and that really just blows my mind and touches my heart. We have customers from around the world which completely blows my mind. I mean. This was just a simple tool that I wanted to make for a few clients that I had back in 2016. So I definitely wanna make sure our loyal customers and even some new ones that we might have, have a chance to order their physical copy. So beginning next week after Labor Day, look out for an announcement in your inbox about how to order your physical copy. And be sure to grab it before the pre-sale ends on September 30th. That's right, once September 30th comes around and the pre-sale is over, the chance to purchase your physical copy goes away. Although, you could always get your copy by joining us in Rockstar Slackers or booking a clarity session or a VIP day with me. Now, if you're a past customer, first of all, thank you so much for your purchase and you get first dibs, so look out for an email from us later this week. Not on our email list? What are you doing? Listen, all you have to do is download the Redefine the Hustle Starter Kit. It's completely free. It's over 30 pages of unbelievable trainings. I put all my best freebies into one PDF. I know you're going to love it. The link is in the show notes below this video. Or you can go to bit.ly forward slash RTH like a boss. That's bit.ly forward slash RTH like a boss. And then you'll be all set. So what do you think of this change? Now only time will tell, but I gotta be honest, I'm excited. So let me know what you think. Give me your honest opinion in the comments below. Okay, now that's off my chest, let's get holistic with our wellness. Now here's a bit about today's amazing guests. Nicole is a product manager, marketer, and creative consultant with over 20 years experience in the music industry. As a certified holistic health coach and co-founder of Equilibrium, Nicole works with artists and individuals to better manage their lifestyle through health coaching programs, wellness content, events, workshops, and partnerships. She also works with music-related businesses to create bespoke programs to their members, clients, and staff to transform the music industry into a more sustainable career choice for everyone. Previously, Nicole served as VP Marketing at Mute Records, working with M83, New Order, Moby, Goldfrap, and tons more. She was also marketing director for Desert Days Festival, label manager for Our Silent Canvas, project manager at Black Box LA, and artist management consultant for artists like Federico Abule, Vita, and The Wolf. Marnie is a creative strategist and marketer with 15 plus years experience in the music and entertainment industries. In addition to being co-founder of Equilibrium, she is currently the CMO of Sona, which we dig into a lot in this conversation. I can't wait for you to hear about it. It is so cool. She's also a certified holistic health coach, providing wellness consultancy services, creating partnerships in the wellness space with business and events, and working with individuals to meet their own health and wellness goals. 
get comfy, take a deep breath in, let it out, and let's redefine our approach to wellness with Marnie and Nicole. Nicole, Marnie, thank you so much for being here with us today. I am so excited. I love when we get a chance to do things together. As we've said in the intro, you know, both of you have such a vast amount of experience in the music industry, being in the professional corporate world. Um, I'm just curious before we dig in to equilibrium and all the wonderful things that, that you guys do for artists, I'm wondering how do you each define hustle and how do you see creatives getting it wrong? The way that I would define hustle is kind of an integration. I feel like when you have something that you are working for, whether it's, you know, a, a program that you're pushing or being an artist and, and promoting your music, it's sort of an integration into your life. So it's not really something that you do here and there. It sort of just part, becomes part of you. Um, and within that, I feel like how that has changed for me over the years is creating a sense of balance because sometimes it's hard to stop and it kind of takes over a little bit. So I think kind of knowing how to integrate the hustle into your life, but also knowing when to not hustle for the moment and take care of yourself so that you can keep it up. Nicole, what about you? I like that definition. Um, I think <laughs> for me now, the way I think about it in the healthy context is sort of like being um, proactive and actively looking for opportunities to expand and grow in different directions and looking for ways to learn and kind of move in new directions and become more of a dynamic person and, and the things that I do versus just kind of like following a path, like a straight path that maybe is laid out for me or, you know, kind of a predefined role. Um, and I think creative getting it wrong. I think hustle, you know, you think about like hustling, walking down the street, you know, very New York, right? Like you got to move faster. You got to do more. You got to work earlier. You got to work later. And I think that that is getting it wrong because that's kind of just a recipe for, you're always going to disappoint yourself. You're not going to get your best work. You're obviously, as we'll talk about, like impacts on your mental and physical health and wellness. Um, and I think it's about, I mean, it, this is kind of a cliche term now, but it's about working smarter and not harder. It's not just about doing more things. It's about doing the right thing. Um, and I think that sometimes, especially if you're early in your career, whether you're on the industry side or an artist, you think that you just have to do all the things hundred percent all the time and you end up burning out. And I think a lot of people experience that and identify that as like the hustle, mm. you know? So, um, I appreciate the opportunity to redefine it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Marnie, is there anything you wanted to add? I mean, I like I like what Nicole said about kind of, you know, and that's what I was kind of alluding to with finding that balance. But yeah, I mean, I feel like it is so easy to just burn out while hustling. Marnie, you mentioned, you know, balance. I know I know both of you aim to find, you know, that balance in everything that you do. And you've gone ahead and co-founded Equilibrium, which is just, I, I remember, you know, years ago, you know, going out to to lunch with you both and and hearing more about. Well, actually, it was Nicole. You and I went out to lunch, and you were you were telling me about you know um, starting to work with Marnie to put put this together, and it was so wonderful and exciting to hear and to see in a very short time all the amazing events and workshops that you guys have put together. I've been honored to be a part of a few of them. Um, can you tell us more about what sparked the two of you? coming together and deciding to co-found Equilibrium? Well, I uh, worked for a very long time at Mute Records, um, sort of, you know, not in the same job, but for the same company. And 
when I left there, while I was there, I became uh, a holistic health coach, which was inspired by my own health uh, issues that I have. I have a couple of autoimmune diseases and um, I was kind of doing it in secret because I was still had my job and, um, you know, really kind of felt like what's next for me. And I really like want to explore this intersection between, you know, wellness and music. And I have this training and, and what does it mean and who needs this and who knows about this. Um, and so I started talking to people about it and someone was like, Hey, Marnie also was a health coach and we knew of each other for a long time, but we never worked together. Interestingly, mm -hmm. like very parallel lives in the industry. Um, and so we started talking about it and, and decided to kind of start the conversation in a public way, which is our first event, which is like, here are some issues, like, let's talk about it, you know, and it's sort of evolved organically, you know, since then, but it's really been out of a need for it and seeing the lack of awareness and the lack of support in this area. Um, and I think in a positive way, there have been more people that we've met, such as yourself and some other folks that we all know, different organizations kind of supporting people in this way. But I think the holistic health training that we both have offers a unique perspective because it, it does address mental health, but it addresses a lot of other things. And it's really about the lifestyle, which is what I think people in music struggle with so much um, that, you know, even if you have a great therapist, if you're not looking at all these other parts of your life, you know, it's hard. So I think that um, it's, uh, it was created out of a need for it. Um, and we're super proud of it and what we've done. You absolutely should be. Marnie, can you tell us more? You know, Nicole mentioned the training that the both of you have. Can you kind of expand on really what holistic health is? Because I think it's a term that gets thrown around a lot, but nobody, you know, knows what it is. And I see when you guys do your workshops, you know, just giving simple exercises to people and they're all like, you know, mind blown about, <laughs> about things that they don't even think about during the day about how to take care of themselves. So can, can you give us a bit behind the curtain of what holistic health is and what it means. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, holistic health encompasses everything and in how, in how it relates to your, your wellness. So it, you know, a holistic health coach will look at your life as a whole. They'll look at your relationships, your career, um, how you work, um, your food, your finances, how often you cook for yourself, your self-care practices, your exercise, your mindfulness, um, even your spiritual practices. And kind of address it all together and see what's going on for you. So you might be doing really well in some areas of your life, but some areas you're really struggling. And it's hard to see that sometimes because you're like, well, but I'm eating all the broccoli and I'm taking all the vitamins and I go to yoga and it's like, yeah, but you are miserable in your job and you're in a terrible for you relationship, you know? So that those two things, it's like, that doesn't, create balance that, that, you know, you, you sort of are still struggling with some things that might not be able to, um, evolve because of where you are in these certain parts of your life. It's called the, the circle of life or the wheel of life of all these little mm -hmm. spokes of the wheel that you can work on. Um, and that's very overwhelming for most of us to look at. So, um, holistic health coaches are trained to do it, you know, piece by piece and really work with clients for, you know, six months or so at a time and ask the questions and help, help clients come to these realizations themselves, um, which is something that Nicole and I have been applying to our work with equilibrium because both of us have kind of unofficially health coached, like almost all of our music clients, <laughs> you know, it just kind of comes up and it's like, you know, wait, what's going on? Okay, here, how do, how do we fix these things? Not about 
us telling you what to do. It's about kind of you coming to those conclusions yourself. So it's an interesting melding. Well, and you bring up a good point that how, you know, before you guys decided to, to get together and co-found Equilibrium, that you guys were already doing this with, with musician clients. And so, Nicole, I'm curious, why, you know, why musicians? Why do you think that holistic health is so relevant and so needed in this industry? And do you think it's needed more so than in other areas? Yeah, I think, um, well, why music is because it's what we know, you know, like Marnie said, we both worked really intimately with artists, you know, I've worked with some artists for 15 years, you know, and kind of seen as their careers have grown, what they've kind of dealt with, um, and also work, you know, working in the industry, knowing what that lifestyle is like as well. And also, I think artists are particularly underserved in the realm of healthcare and support and like lack of structure around their work. And so it's what we know. It's definitely underserved population. And I think because it's so mentally and physically taxing in a very unique way that most people don't understand, like from the outside, if you've never, you know, you might just think it's fun or it's partying or it's travel and it's excitement and you're supporting culture and like all these great things, which is true. But what it requires from the other side is, is not really seen by, you know, the end user or the music fans. Um, and so, you know, the awareness of it really wasn't there in a wider way and the tools were not there. And I think that also if your average artist or person in the music industry are to go to, you know, a therapist or a health coach or another provider who doesn't understand their lifestyle, they may make suggestions for them that are just not feasible. You know, it's like, well, I'm, you know, flying out at 3 a.m. and landing at, you know, you know, noon and then I have a show and then I have this interview and then I'd be like, well, you know, you can't do that. Like you need to change it. It's like, well, I can't change it. Like, this is what it is. And so how do I deal with it? And then the practitioner is left a little bit like, I don't know how to help you because I don't understand this. And I do think that it's useful for everybody, um, but it looks slightly different for people who have other lifestyles. Right. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I mean, yeah, I think that um, it's, it's so important to realize the unique demands that musicians and performers alike have because yeah, it is different. As you said to outsiders, it's like, okay, you get up there, you sing your song and you're done. Like what's, you know, you get to do what you love. Like what's there, you know, what's there to take care of. But there's a, as you said, with touring or the certain, you know, time demands and you might not always have access. I know we've talked about this on panels together, not having access to maybe organic food or just healthy food in general um, when you're on the road. And so what does that look like? How can you prepare for it? And, you know, yeah, there's definitely certain needs uh, in this community that that are difficult for other professionals to to speak to. So that's why I'm so unbelievably happy that Equilibrium exists, um, because it, it is such an underserved market. And so I know what it is. And I've seen you guys in action. But for our listeners and viewers who maybe haven't um, been to an equilibrium event. Can you explain to us what you both offer and, and most importantly, what your wellness workshops are all about? So, I mean, equilibrium as a whole is essentially what it is, is an, an initiative that is enables us to bring wellness resources to the music industry for the artists and the, you know, the industry side. So our events have ranged in, in subject from like, like Nicole said, you know, kind of introducing the subject of 
the discussion of wellness and trying to get more discussion and more conversation happening around it. But then our events, um, both online and in real life, remember that, um, <laughs> have, have evolved into, you know, stress management, creating healthy habits, you know, lots and lots of different versions of sort of uh, hands-on tangible things that you can do to improve your well-being while working in the industry. Um, and that's really kind of where we spend a lot of our time, either creating programs um, or creating, you know, like we just had this morning routine challenge that we created for, it's like a, it was a five-day morning routine challenge that we ran through our email list and our LinkedIn group that we have. And things like that are really us trying to create actual things that people can do in bite-sized chunks. So that we're not just going, here's 4,000 things that you can do to improve your morning routine if you work in music, you know, and, and just go do them all, see what works for you. It, you know, really trying to kind of engineer it in a way. We beta tested it with a bunch of people working in music because we wanted to know, you know, is, does this kind of thing work um, in all different circumstances? Indie artists, major artists, you know, artists with kids, artists with no kids, like, just, you know, how does this work for you? How can this serve? people working in the music industry to actually have some tangible takeaways to improve their lives and make their careers sustainable and their lives livable and enjoyable. Yeah, absolutely. And I personally loved the the five-day morning routine challenge. It got me started. It was right at the the top of the new year. And I felt like I got my, I got my routine down because I, I wanted to kind of tinker with my morning routine. I had been thinking for uh, about it for a while when you guys came to me and said hey we're doing this challenge I was like oh the timing was perfect it got me to really think intentionally about what I wanted to get done in the morning and it was just so digestible as you said you didn't throw 4,000 <laughs> tips at me it was like okay yeah here's what here's the only thing I need the choice I need to make today okay cool and then just building on those choices to really create a routine that lasts um, that I can sustain so I absolutely loved it and and I, I can't wait for, for people to have a chance to do it again soon. So the wellness workshops in particular, I mean, you guys do events, as you said, virtually and in real life, people that follow you on social media, like Instagram and LinkedIn can partake and they can certainly join your mailing list, which I hope everybody will go do. The link is in the description below, but fill me in on who these wellness workshops are for. Who are the different types of uh, audiences that you serve with these wellness workshops? If you're in the music industry, like ultimately we're for you. It's for people who want to work on themselves um, in like a healthy, sustainable way that um, will stick, you know, because I think that yeah. there are things out there that are fast and furious that are just like, do this thing. It'll take five seconds and you'll be fixed, you know, and we don't promise that because it's not possible. It's kind of slow and steady change. Like you were saying, kind of small things every day. And I think that's really the health coaching model is sort of, making small, sustainable changes. Yeah. And some, I mean, some of the work can be individual, you know, it could be one-on-one -on -one of working like literally with a health coach, um, on working on your personal health goals. It could be organizations and companies that are looking to build out a wellness component. So whether that's for their members or for their employees or, you know, something that they just want to be involved in, um, even for their audiences. So yeah, there's a million well, not a million. There's about fifty, um, maybe a hundred um, <laughs> different ways that we can that we can you know kind of partner and work. But it's all with the same goal of making the industry a healthier, 
um, more sustainable place to work for everybody. That's great. And so how can people get in touch and get the ball rolling if, if they think a wellness workshop would behoove them or their company or their community? Like how, how does that all kind of get started? Well, I mean, we, we um, have a contact form on our website, essentially. So that's kind of how we fielded some interest. People are sort of um, interested in working on something in particular. They'll reach out to us that way. A lot of it is, is word of mouth. Like I said, you know, a lot of people are telling others. But people can reach out to us on hello at thisisequilibrium.com and our Instagram, which is at thisisequilibrium. Um, those are probably the two main ways or our um, contact form on our website, which is thisisequilibrium.com. That's wonderful. Yes, the links are in the descriptions below, everybody. I highly suggest if you think this is for you, and I'm sure it is, definitely go check it out and, and reach out to them to, to learn more. Um, one of my other questions, you know, before we dive into your community and everything that's going on there, I know that a lot of your community came from speaking on panels and, and going to conferences. And how have you found that process? I mean, I know the last two years have been a little tricky with a lot of conferences not being in person. Um, but when you got started with Equilibrium and and started to, to get on more panels and do your own workshops, did you feel that these conferences were supportive and wanted to really highlight the mental health and holistic health awareness? Or did you kind of have to fight to to get this, you know, going, you know, what, what have your experiences been like with that? I think it was a little of both. I mean, it's funny because I think, you know, Nicole and I have been always been on panels talking about marketing and things. And I think, um, I mean, I know for me, I, I would just start suggesting like, Hey, if you also want me to talk about music, you know, wellness in the music industry, if there are, you have, you have a workshop or a panel about that, or, you know, are you interested in this? And sometimes it was something that, they hadn't thought of it all. Sometimes it was something they're like, Oh yeah, we were talking about that, but we weren't sure how to, you know, how to put it together. Sometimes I would sneak it in <laughs> just sort of talk about it while I was talking about marketing. Yeah. But I have found that more and more conferences have been building out their own wellness programming. It is very mental health heavy, which is good. And also we've been trying to encourage um, more discussion around holistic health because mental health is, a, is an extremely important piece of the puzzle and needs to be supported by all these other things too, mm -hmm. because it's not an isolated thing. It's part of our whole body. So it's been really amazing to see, you know, people now, conferences now coming to us, which a lot of that happened in the last couple of years when, you know, we weren't in person, but we did tons and tons of different discussions that people came to us asking, can you talk about wellness in the music industry? Can you talk about how people can take care of themselves at this time, which was really encouraging? Yes, absolutely. Um, and so when you've built this community then, I mean, I know it didn't take long if people were able to see you on those panels, they knew that it was something that they needed. Um, as you've built this community, you've got this, you know, Nicole briefly mentioned the LinkedIn group for your community. What made you choose LinkedIn and, and how, how have you liked it as opposed to say a Facebook group? What sparked the interest in creating a LinkedIn community and how do they join? I mean, Nicole and I talked about this a lot. Um, we know a lot of people aren't using Facebook as much as they were and certainly not using Facebook groups. So we thought we would try the LinkedIn approach that it's tricky because not a lot of artists are in there, but some are, but there's so much room for reaching people where they are on the business side. Um, and LinkedIn is traditionally, I feel like it's thought of as 
just this kind of place for sharing news about business or looking for, you know, if, if people are looking for jobs and things like that. But we thought, why not meet people there while they're doing all of that um, with kind of a wellness component mm -hmm. and maybe reach some people that we wouldn't reach otherwise that might still need it, but aren't, you know, kind of looking for it in other places. Yeah. And I think I'll throw in, um, you know, it's sort of people are on LinkedIn for professional development. And I think that supporting your wellness is an important part of professional development. And so yeah. it's sort of like a slightly different angle to the conversation. There's a lot of like, you know, LinkedIn is like, yeah, I got this new job or yeah, look at this thing that I launched or like, yeah, this company acquired this company, you know, and here's a little bit something different. That's like, here's something you can do to support yourself while you're like doing all these other things. And so you know, people are taking it, I think, a little bit more seriously in that realm. If you're on there, you have probably a little bit more of an objective. Mm -hmm. um, and you're kind of taking, I don't want to make an assumption, but you're taking ownership of where you're going in life to some degree. And you may be more inclined to be open to this conversation in this community. It's like, oh, this is my, these are my people. And they're talking about this thing, not like mergers and acquisitions. It's a different conversation, you know, so it feels like a different uh, context. For it yeah absolutely i think it i think it was such a cool move to do because i you know i've been hearing people talk like on clubhouse they talk about it too about you know getting on linkedin is really you know the place to be for networking for expanding your you know your industry connections and for looking for jobs you know within the industry and and all of that and nicole i love how you you put it, it's, you know, it is part of your professional development. As we say all this time, like resting is part of the work. And it's more than just resting, you know, it's not taking naps and making sure you drink water, that's part of it. But as as you both said, this is a holistic approach to making sure that your mind, body, spirit, uh, emotions, like everything is is being taken care of and not neglected. And, you know, Nicole, you, you touched upon it too about you know, you get that new job, you get so excited. And then, you know, the focus is the job. And it's not, oh, making sure that I'm okay, so that I can sustain this new job, and go through this big transition without burning out. So I think that's really, it's just so great that you guys are there as a resource for people to, to utilize and to connect, even if they might not have the budget or, or space for a wellness workshop they can come in and be a part of a community that gets it and that gets the specific needs of this music industry. That's really yeah. awesome. And so speaking of new jobs, Marnie, you've <laughs> recently come across a new job. And, you know, as we spoke the other day, those who know you are like, this is perfect for you. <laughs> so can you tell us more about this job? Because I think it's, well, I know it's really going to help our listeners and our viewers attuned to their needs. Can you tell us more about it? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I am the CMO of a music therapy app called Sona, S-O-N-A, and it is incredible. It essentially empowers its listeners to relieve anxiety by listening to music, um, which as, yes, like was telling Sue, is if you know me, people are like, oh my God, this couldn't be more perfect. It's a wellness and literally music and marketing and oh my gosh. So my job is to share this app with people, which is incredible because I have been using it for months and I love it. So the music on the app is composed. It's all composed in-house um, by Grammy winning composers and in engineers 
Um, so all the music is original and it's written via a compositional process that was created by the founder and also mixed in a, in a way that um, puts your brain into an alpha state. You can get into this alpha state a lot of different ways, but this is a very passive way to get into it and have similar effects to, that you would have if you were just doing a meditation. Um, and then the app itself uses AI to recommend the music based on, you know, environment, where you are, what time of day, all these different things um, to kind of put you into the state of mind that you need to be in to relieve your anxiety. And the music has been tested scientifically and shown to, you know, bring down anxiety levels. Um, so it's an incredible honor to be able to work with this company and use it for myself, which I do very often. I also use it with my dog. When she gets wild, I put it on and she chills out. But yeah, it's it's amazing to merge these two worlds. <laughs> yeah, I, I've absolutely fallen in love with it in the last uh, week or so since we, we spoke about it. And I've, I've been telling my clients and my communities about it. And the link to download it, everyone, is in the description. And Marnie has been so kind to gift our community with an extended free trial of their pro version. So now the app is free, but there are some pro features. And so rather than a seven day free trial, our community can enjoy a 30 day free trial. So I wanna thank you so much. The code is in the description. So when you download the app and you you sign up for the free trial, be sure to, to utilize that code. And Marnie, thank you so much for that opportunity for them to start to build their habits using it because it really, like I said, just a weekend and I found it uh, incredibly helpful. Um, so I'm, I'm so excited you started this job because I've already benefited. from it. <laughs> That makes me so happy. <laughs> and yeah, you'll, when you download the app, um, it's free and you'll get a, a seven day trial to start. And then after that seven day trial is over, then you can extend the trial even longer. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. Um, thank you so much for, for sharing that. And, uh, it's our privilege to share that with you. Yeah. Thank you for having that for our community. And Nicole, when you guys do these wellness workshops through equilibrium, you know, like I said, when I've seen them, one of the things that I take away most from it is, you know, just the tips that you offer that are so executable, you know, they're so actionable. People think like, oh, well, if, holistic wellness, I must have to have some like deep training and understanding to take care of myself in a specific way. But you guys really make it accessible and digestible for people. And I was wondering if you could share an example or give a tip that our audience could take with them today. Is there something that each of you would like to to share with our audience in, in any of the spokes of the, the, the wheel of <laughs> the wellness wheel. And Nicole, I'll ask you first. Yeah, that's, um, that's an interesting one. Um, because there's so many, <laughs> but I think I'll go to kind of like an old favorite, not old, but like a favorite standby that mm. is um, free and always accessible, which is uh, breathing and breath work, because I think that one of the most important connections that we try to make with people is sort of the mind body connection, which is a much more commonly um, talked about uh, context than I think it used to be. But I think, um, especially for people in music and musicians, artists often find themselves in a state of overwhelm or anxiety or depression or um, you know, having difficulty sleeping for it, it really is very versatile for a lot of the challenges that we experience um, is 
breathing. And I think very simply, like a deep breathing exercise is um, br you know, breathing deeply into your belly, expanding your belly, you know, for four counts, um, maybe holding it for seven counts, and then breathing out for eight counts or whatever, you know, the, the, the simple version doesn't really have to be count specific. But I think really turning to your breath when you're so overwhelmed with whatever it is that you don't really know what to do is a good first step. Because I can tell you to do all these other things, but I think getting yourself into a place of grounding um, and kind of connection with, because sometimes you don't actually really even know what's wrong, you know, or you don't actually know what to, what's going on with you. And so if you have that pause and you can take a couple deep breaths, or we offer a lot of different um, breath work types of breathing exercises on our Instagram um, through our reset video series. You can find that on our, on our Instagram page. So there's a lot of different types of breathing exercises, but just to sort of, Give yourself that moment, take a pause, take a couple of deep breaths and kind of try to connect with whatever your challenge is or, you know, it's great, like for anxiety or overall, like I mentioned, um, it's a good first step to kind of build on. So that would be my, my quick tip. It's quick tip is to take a couple of, of deep belly breaths, you know, and really take, take a minute or two to do that. Um, and it'll really kind of hopefully clear the the lens of your experience at the moment to give you some direction on how to, you know, move forward with your next step. So that's my vote. I love that so much. And I just had to take a quick moment to say thank you for that, because in your morning routine challenge, I actually learned about that, you know, uh, four, seven, eight breathing. And uh, that is the tool in my back pocket when I am driving and stuck in traffic and people are just <laughs> irritating me. And it works so fast. So that is just something I've picked up from the two of you. And it has served me quite well, uh, especially in a, in a pandemic. Um, <laughs> so <Amazing>. Martin, <laughs> what about you? What would you share? Uh, glad to hear that you're using 478. We're talking about, we talk about it constantly. It's our favorite. Um, Gosh. Okay. So there's so many different things. I think I'm going to go with my, um, my 80, 20 whole foods, um, nutrition, uh, mm. ratio that I use for myself. So I think like when you talk about eating more whole foods and you talk about eating healthy, it can be really overwhelming and people don't really know where to start. And they think that it's got to be complicated and you have to start like just eating like, you know, turmeric by the bucket and they just don't understand like you know what does this mean like you know can i still be normal and go out to eat so i like to so i like to kind of look at it like 80 20. so if you're going to eat 80 percent of the time you're going to eat you know as many whole foods and minimally processed foods as possible so when i say minimal minimally processed i mean like chickpea pasta you know it's, of course it's pro processed because chickpea pasta doesn't go and grow on the ground but it's not as processed as like you know wheat pasta so things like that and then 20 percent of it being other stuff so like live your life you know to if obviously avoid things that you're intolerant of but if you're concentrating on that and going going throughout your day or even looking at your meals and thinking okay if 80 percent of the, what i'm eating what's going into my body is pretty good stuff, you know, it's, it's whole fruits and vegetables and whole grains and things like that. And then 20% of it is, yeah, I'm gonna have a piece of pizza or, you know, things like that. I think it's a good way to look at it. And before you know it, you might even be doing 90, 10, but if you're aiming for 80, 20, I feel like that's a really manageable ratio for most people. 
That's awesome. And guys, if you if you're just getting started and you were like, hopefully, I've never even attempted that, then start 50 50 <laughs> and work your way up to 80 20. Oh, exactly. I, I was going to say 100%, that. but that right. sounds confusing. <laughs> <laughs> but I, no, I absolutely love that. And I love because, yeah, it gives you some wiggle room. It's not about being so strict. And I think that people, when they feel like, oh, wellness, well, I have to become like a yoga master and just like live my life completely organically. But it's just about making smarter choices. And that's really great. So I want to thank you guys so much for giving us those tips. And when you look back on your incredible careers thus far, and you ladies are just getting started, you have so much more to do with Equilibrium and Sona and and all the other amazing things that you'll you'll do throughout the years. But looking back, what stands out to each of you as a redefining moment in your career? What what stands out as like something that that if it wasn't for it, you might not be where you are? I think for me, well, you know, there's a kind of a few smaller ones, but I think for me, it was when I left my long-term job, mm-hmm. which was very much like a traditional, um, you know, be at your desk between 10 and six, you know, kind of work structure where there wasn't like a, a lot of uh, flexibility for, you know, taking care of yourself and whatnot. And I think when I kind of got into a space where I was more in control of my life and my schedule and sort of had the opportunity and the space and the freedom to think about what do I want to contribute to the industry in a, in a more intentional way was kind of, you know, where equilibrium was birthed from. And so I definitely would not be here if that had not happened. Mm. Um, And I think revisiting or kind of looking backwards at all the ways I was living that were not serving me, you know, it was a good opportunity to do that and to create my life, you know, more intentionally. And it's an ongoing process for sure. I definitely don't have it all figured out. But um, yeah, I think understanding that your life doesn't always have to go in the direction that it's headed or it doesn't always have to look the same that it looks now and that change is possible and kind of self-ownership, if that's the right term, mm-hmm. is is possible even if you are working at a job where you're there from 10 to 6 and there's something wrong with that you have more control than you think and I think I also learned that like even when I was in that environment I think I had more control than I was allowing myself to have Mm. Um, so it was a really good opportunity to reflect that um, I I don't think I could have gotten if I was still in that same structure you know that I had been in for such a long time so that's it for me definitely resonate with that so much and Marnie what about you just thinking about it and there again there's so many different like shifts and turns and twists and even recently so many things but I think it was probably when I finally decided to actually get my certification as a health coach because I had already it's funny I was almost in the same you know position as Nicole where I, but I was running my own business and I still had a hard time thinking of like I can do whatever I want like I was like but I have the business and I have to do the business and I think that I wrestled with that for a while, like Nicole said, sort of in secret of like, you know, wanting to do health and wellness, but also wanting to be an entrepreneur in the music industry. And when I finally came to terms with like, I can do both, was like a very big realization for me. And it kind of changed how I looked at my day to day from then on of like, yeah, my days might be busy, I have to prioritize and I have to work out balance and factor in self care and things, but I can do the things that I want to do. And I don't have to be just that. There's like a few different lanes that I can be in at once. I love that. Well, thank you both so much. This has been so insightful and so inspiring. I love whenever I get a chance to talk to both of you. So thank you so much for being my guest. Thank you, Suze. Thank you so much for having us.
Awesome. All the wonderful things you have mentioned and all the ways that our listeners can get in touch with you is all in the descriptions. So everybody go check that out and go join their community and let's get our holistic health on. (laughs) Thank you both so much and have a great rest of your week. Thanks. Thank you. I'm already feeling more grounded and centered. How about you? I want to thank our guests, Nicole and Marnie, for sharing their expertise with us. I highly suggest you go connect with them right now on Instagram and join their LinkedIn group for some real amazing networking and wellness support. Remember to take care of yourself and put yourself first. It's the only way you're ever going to sustain in this crazy journey. And I challenge you this week to do one thing for your health that feels easy and maintainable. It doesn't have to be big to be effective. Now tell me in the comments below what you'll commit to or let me know if you're stuck and we can come up with something together. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll see you next time. Take care.